Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of your favorite Hamcast on the internet. I'm Hamboy. That's Hamgirl. It's 2018. Let's talk about uh, Hearthstone stuff in 2018. The funniest part of that is that I stopped saying in 2016 in about November, and I don't think I'm going to be able to adjust to saying in 2018. But what are we going to talk about today? You don't know, do you? I don't know what. No. You said we're, you're going to surprise me, so. Yeah, so we're going to talk about what we did in 2017 and what we liked about competitive Hearthstone in 2017 and then what we're looking at. We already kind of went over how the new season's going to work, but maybe what we're looking forward to in 2018 since this is the first 2018 edition of the Hamcast. So what what did you enjoy about 2017 Hearthstone that will be very dearly missed, do you think? Um, I miss two mana fiery war axe. Oh, good times, good times. Oh man, four fiery war axe being left in twenty seventeen. I miss war a uh, murloc war leader. It's still good. You can eh. still play it. It's you can not still the same, play it, but, but it's not. The, it's not the same. It's, it's not, not the same, same to you. I think I know what you miss the most. What do I miss the most? Quest Road. Yep. Yeah, Quest Road was. Awesome. Did you play that deck to Legend the first time you got to Legend? No. No, because that was after Quest Rogue was not being a thing. Yep, the first time I got to Legend, I used Tempo Rogue. So, yeah, same thing. Same thing. I remember, though, we used to jam Quest Rogue games together at all hours of the day. Yep. On planes and trains and buses. And automobiles. Yeah, basically just jamming Quest Rogue until they nerfed it. Good times. I have very many... That was basically like the first deck you played to like a decent rank. It was the first deck I enjoyed of uh, whatever expansion that was. Well, this is this marks one year for me playing Hearthstone. Yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. One and year. in that time, uh, you haven't won any money. <laughs> so how do you think I feel having played since 2014 and having only won like three or four hundred dollars? Semi-accomplished. It's not great. You got WSG though to look forward to in the New Year, so yes, that's good. Yes, WSG in a month. February. In exactly a month from like today. What are we What are we looking forward to in the new year, though, in terms of our our plans for being competitive? We kind of talked about this, um, not on the podcast, just with each other, because yeah. we live in the same household, and things occasionally come up where we have to talk to each other. Oh man, that's disappointing, isn't but, it? But um, I think we talked about the way the system's set up. I think we're both kind of on the same plan of using the Challenger Cup route. For the first season, at least. I think that's what most people's plans are. When well, they... most non-grinders, basically. Yeah. Is, oh, well, I'm going to try to get points, but if I can't, well, I could probably do Challenger Cups and get there. So, unfortunately, they have announced approximately at this point uh, zero Open Cups to play in to qualify, and uh, also zero Tavern Heroes. But what do you think we're going to favor in terms of, we both work nights, so it's going to be a little hard to play in Open Cups, so we might have to become Tavern Hero Gamers and travel the greater Midwest, playing oh. in Tavern Cups all across the great state of Michigan and Ohio, and occasionally Indiana. Yeah, maybe we'll see Cora. Uh, and go down to Chicago, Chicago and visit the Chicago gang of two people, or whoever lives in Chicago. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna. I'm excited for them to like. Even though the competitive season has started, I'm excited for them to actually announce things. Announce more things, which seems bad because I feel like I should already one know when like the first major is at least right. Yeah. And I should at least know of some online cups. But if you go onto like the the competitive Hearthstone session section, uh, Blizzard website or whatever, and look at scheduled events, like the on there is World Championships, which happens in 
um, a couple weeks. So we'll do a podcast and we'll preview all the deck lists and stuff for that when they're released. Yeah. Which will probably be next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe we'll move it back or forward today to accommodate. We'll probably just do it whenever the deck list is released. We'll probably yeah. just jam it in there, but I don't know how that's going to work. But that'll be fun. They're doing tournaments and stuff there, but no real prizing or anything, so there's not much to discuss. I know. This is... Major. Like, when I first started playing Hearthstone, I remember, I think it was like three months? I think it was March. So I'd only been playing like two months, and I think that was the first time you could finally convince me to play an open cup. Yeah. And I think I top 16 <laughs> out of like 128 people, and you were actually, it was actually pretty good. Time, but I mean, a lot of people like whine and complain about open cups, but at the end of the day, I think like the tournament, if it was just ladder, I probably wouldn't play her stone. Yeah. Tournaments are a lot of fun. I mean, the thing is, is in a tournament, I can ban a deck that I don't want to see that I see every day on ladder. That's nice. Raza Priest, Cube Block. Can't ban two. Well, you gotta pick one. But ladder, you just kind of, I don't know. I've never enjoyed ladder tremendously. But tournament play is always pretty much fun. Which I feel like a lot of people don't feel that way. But I definitely do. So, when are we going to get to play Open Cups? That's the question. Hopefully soon, in the next week. School, um, both Handboy and I go to school, and we start next... Middle school. Shut up. We both go to college, and we start next Monday. Yeah, so it would be nice if there were Open Cups this week to jam while we don't have other responsibilities to attend to, but there are not. So, just another way Blizzard just really doesn't like people who don't do this for their employment. But, you know, I am excited for Hearthstone for the new year. It does, like, reward you if you do well on Challenger Cups and can make it to the next level and win. I forget what it's called after you win a Challenger Cup. And then the, go, the playoffs. Or the playoffs. Or, or, yeah, or you the, go to the... The Challenger Cup finals and then the playoffs, playoffs or something. Yeah. But I just want it, I want it to start. You know, like, it feels like the new season has started, but nothing's really started because everything's focused on the World Championship. Yeah, I need to grind ladder yeah. is, what, is a big thing. Because even though um, I don't have, you know, I don't think I'll make enough points from ladder. Yeah. It still will be nice to top 100 at least. I mean, if they would announce Roger. it and tell us if there was going to be a major or two close to us, then maybe we would be prepping for that. I mean, I have to start kind of prepping for WSG in the next three, well, in about two, three weeks. Yeah. So. It's going to be fun. Still offline. Oh, yes. We haven't just had a hamcast, I don't think, since then. Yeah, it got moved to offline, okay. which sucked. And then uh, the travel ban, which they cited as the reason for moving it offline, uh, got shot down in the courts. But it's still offline for some reason. No response to my uh, tweet at WSG about that, shockingly. It's online, but, you know, it saves money on travel. Travel, travel and food, food and all that. And I was going to have to take time off of school to go. Damn it, now I don't get to skip school. Yeah, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm, I was really disappointed that it got taken away, but I'm still qualified. Still have to, I think, how many games did I say I have to win? Well, there's to eight players, top two go to China, so if it's saying, they haven't announced format or anything yet. Yeah, so I have no idea what Does I'm anyone doing. announce anything ever, is the question. <laughs> and the answer is no. But they haven't announced format or anything, but there's eight players to go through, so... Um, you go win top eight, win top four, you're there, you're in the top two. If it's double elimination, you'll have to win one more game. 
So the I mean, two to three games to win to go to China or two to three sets isn't bad. Yeah. I feel like there should be so much more to talk about this week with the competitive season starting, but there I just mean, isn't. The, yeah, there's the holidays and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's not too much to talk about. The meta is pretty much the same. Yeah, that, Raza I mean, Priest and Q Block are good. Yeah. If anyone was wondering, uh, the rat race happened on um, the first. I didn't watch it because I don't spend my New Year's Day playing uh, playing Hearthstone. I spent it working. Yeah, rat race is a cool idea, but not on the first of the year. Okay. I like it because I don't want to spend my New Year's Eve uh, sleeping to prepare for a Hearthstone race. Oh, I can get that. I can get that. And I don't want to spend my New Year's Day uh, playing Hearthstone. I want to spend it with my loved ones. Oh, well. I think we spent it playing Hearthstone. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> in theory, it should be probably not spent with real levels. But uh, Muzzy won it again, so they got second. So no, Muzzy got second. Did Muzzy get second? I think Muzzy won, so they got second. I don't no, know. that's but not those true. But those two, those two did it as usual. Top like four or five. Muzzy and Zale doing it big. They had a big Swiss uh, tournament as well over the holiday season. Unfortunately, I was doing family stuff. So I didn't get to see anything in that big 16-man, uh, nine-round Swiss Invitational. They had an eSports arena. Wow. Um, I don't know if you ended up being able to see it either. We were both driving back and forth to different families and all that nonsense for about a week. But how do you feel about, like, small-field Swiss formats? Like, would you be – you're playing in WSG, which is kind of similar, right? It's an eight-person field. How yeah. do you feel about playing, like, six rounds of Swiss with eight players? I would hate it. Yeah. Why? I would. I just. It takes so long. Yeah. Like I would just rather just get it over with. So competitive integrity isn't something that you find as important as your precious free time. No. <laughs> I just think that there's a lot more ways people can cheese wins. You know what I mean? And there's a lot more ways you can cheese a loss. Okay. Like if three people bring bad decks or whatever, they can cheese wins and can get in there. I mean, the, the idea with Swiss, right, is that you play so many games that even if you are bringing bad decks, the, the amount of games will kind of even it out. Um, but small field Swiss is kind of interesting just because, like, with 16 people and nine rounds, it's probably not that unlikely that you say, play the same person, like, two or even three times. So, like, do you really want to do that? No, because probably not. At I, that point, like if you're at that point, you have sixteen players. You're already you're already committed to nine games. Why not just play like two eight man round robin pools and play seven rounds? I just don't get it, honestly. Like it just seems like a big waste of time. It was the first time anything like that had been tried. I don't think Blizzard or anything has uh, has done something similar. I know for Worlds last year they used uh, four groups of four round robin where everybody plays each other once in a best five and then the top two from that go on. See, I like that because it's a bigger pool. That's a little better. Yeah, the one problem I have with that is after that, Blizzard cuts to eight people or whatever and then they just play single limb. Yeah, that's just So you can dominate limb. your group and then you just draw a bad matchup on the other side. So yeah. it should be double limb or I would even advise doing round robin again with two groups of four again and then cutting to four. Yeah. But nobody wants to play that many games, it seems. I don't know. I don't want to play that many games against in my the pool of the eight people, the seven other people that I have to yeah, play. Yeah, you don't want to play a series against all of them. No, because one, they're all going to find out my deck 
my deck list because I don't. It's not open deck list, yeah. at least to my belief, where it is, or something like. I don't know if it's open or not. But if it's not open and they see all my cards, they can go up to the next person and be like, "Oh, shit. yeah, but you can do that too." Yeah, but you think it favors them as opposed to you? I mean, it depends. Because they'll see your reckless rocketeer attack. Hey. <laughs> It comes in clutch, all right? Yeah, but um, it's an interesting thing. We're like playing everybody should, in theory, be better. But um, part of competitive Hearthstone um, that it needs to exist is spectators and fans. And um, problems when you play that many games, including like that many rounds of Swiss, with is like you don't often um, get to see. You don't get to see every game, right? So a lot of like the storylines and the context of the tournament happens off stream, and nobody really knows that it happened unless you're really into it and you're like following these guys on Twitter and like all that paying attention to what happened after every game. And I know something we talked about a lot is like newer players and going to tournaments and stuff like that is that you want the chance to be on stream. And when every round's just a Swiss round, they're all probably it's a little easier to just pick marquee matchups instead of whoever's consistently winning. Or if you play single limb, you will eventually be on stream. You'll win out and yeah. you'll get there. But if you're playing Swiss Someone else is probably going to be set. Like if you're seven and one or eight and zero, and there's people playing a six and two game or a seven and one game, and they're more famous, you're never getting on stream. I mean, the thing is, also as a newer player, as much as it sucks, is that you're just going to have to go to majors, and you're going to yeah. have to go to dream hacks, and you're going to have to place well in a dream hack, or more than one, or yeah. more than one, more than likely. But I mean, as a female, I don't probably even have to. If I, if I got, like, top four at a dream pack, people would probably talk about yeah, it. So it's a female. Females have never done it. But if, you know, Joe Schmo off the street did it, <laughs> they probably, exciting. yeah, they probably wouldn't say anything. But, I mean, but if you do that twice, <laughs> I mean, you're just... You, you start to, people map. are like, oh, I've seen that name before. But part of the other reason... um. People don't like those long Swiss formats, is they take forever, like you mentioned. Um, it sucks to plan if you want to do anything else with your day ever, but it also sucks to watch a 10 hour tournament in one day. Like, that's a lot of your day to commit to something. And um, a lot of time you're just sitting there between rounds, waiting for Swiss rounds to end, or just kind of doing nothing on stream. Like, the amount of like dream hacks we've watched where you just sit there for like 20 minutes and just watch a little birdie chirp on the screen or whatever they have. It, it gets pretty brutal to watch. So as much as, like, I like Swiss and Round Robin and all that fun stuff from a competitive standpoint, uh, there does have to be a balance, right, between um, playing the most amount of sets possible to, to reduce variance while also making it so that anybody ever will want to actually watch. Because I don't think you want to watch 14 hours of Round Robin Hearthstone. I definitely don't think you want to play 14 hours of Hearthstone. Yeah, I... Would be interested to see how they're going to do the WSG tournament, um, because it's a, it was supposed to be like a five or six day event, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean they probably were going to play Hearthstone every day, but no. yeah, it was supposed to be a long drawn out thing with Counter Strike and Dota and all that nonsense. Yeah, and I was assuming that they were going to do like one day for Counter Strike, one day for Dota, or two days or whatever, yeah. depending on how long, you know. And so I'll be interested to see. Because I had to take off a couple days for work that I already got approved. But I'll be interested to see if 
my games are all on one day, or if I have, yeah, for one or two. Yeah, I wonder if it's better to play, like, in tournaments like that, from a, a Spectre's perspective, it's better to play, like, three sets a day for, like, four days in a row, or just bang the whole tournament out from, like, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. in one night. Like, which would you prefer to watch? Do you want to sit there, like, would you rather sit there on Friday from, like, 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. and watch a whole tournament, or tune in every night from, like, 8, 8, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m.? From for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'd do six p.m. to two a.m. Really, as a spectator, because yeah, because what if I'm like, oh man, I really wanted to watch to see like who won this. Yeah. But I'm busy Thursday night, but like I'm not busy tonight. Yeah, but once you miss one night, you would you say you feel less invested in the tournament as a whole because you're you feel like behind or you don't really know what happened or Ex exactly. But if you miss like a, only an hour or two at the beginning and then like watch to the end or whatever, you're still like. You know what's going on. Yeah. You know what's up. The casters do a pretty good job. And it's easier to catch up on the stream in the day. I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like one-day tournaments are a little, they feel more continuous. I've played tournaments where, I mean, we played Tespa where you play like one match a week, which is like really weird to do as both a player and a spectator. Um, just because like it didn't even feel like a tournament game really because you just play one set and then win or lose, you just kind of... You're like, all right, well, that's that. Now I have, I'm not, I don't, it just felt like disconnected, and then we went from that in that tournament where we played one match a week for was it seven or eight weeks or nine weeks or something? Yeah, it was like I think it was nine. And then to playing uh, seven rounds of Swiss in one day, which took twelve to fourteen hours. Yeah. It was which not of those fun. did you prefer? Do you think? Um. Well, I mean, I liked playing for like the whole day but the thing that kind of sucked about Tespo was for at least our team personally is that like the one team that I think went undefeated beat us in like round one yeah so we played with one loss the whole day, day and our tiebreakers were bad yeah so I mean it kind of sucked for us because we every single game like we won after that it was just like are we gonna make it are we not gonna make yeah. it so, I mean, it was kind of disappointing, but I liked banging it all out. But they gave us, like, a lunch break. They, <laughs> they gave us, like, a four-hour lunch break. Yeah, where we drove to, like, the restaurant next door. Yeah, we went to, and then we went to get Domino's. We went and got pizza at a different yeah. part of the day. It was a long day. It was a long day. We had breakfast to the boy. <laughs> Our partner came over, we had breakfast. Mate was eating some breakfast while playing some Hearthstone, discussing, practicing. It was a fun time, though. It was a fun day. I feel like events like that, is, provided you can find the time to do them, are just a little more fun. It can be a little exhausting if you make it to the end of the day, but playing one game a week from both perspectives just feels... It doesn't really feel like a tournament, almost. Just kind of... I don't know. And it feels like after all those weeks of playing, we didn't really accomplish like anything, right? We qualified for the playoffs like a hundred other teams. Yeah, it was a, but we, it was like top like fifteen percent or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of teams. There in was like over a thousand. So yeah, it's harder than it sounds. But there was a only the only other league I can remember uh, doing a similar format to that, where it was like a, a you play one match a week thing. It was a PVP live, which is was one of the earliest Hearthstone tournaments. And they actually never played the finals for that tournament. The company just bailed on it basically. Um, which sucked for the people playing in it. It had a bunch of, like, dogs, Olay, people like that playing in it. And they played, like, one round a week, or, like, one match a day, like, three days a week or something. It was really weird. 
Because it like you would see it on all the time, but you never really had any idea. The standings of are... like the context or anything. Like they would show the standings like the beginning of the match and stuff, but you're like, oh, this guy has this record. Well, I have no idea how that happened, and I didn't really see those games, and I'm probably not going to see the rest of the tournament. So how much do I really care? And it didn't do super well viewer wise, which is probably why they just never put on the finals. They realized that they just couldn't afford to. Because they were offering like a pretty substantial prize pool. They put together like a huge production studio and everything that they were like casting the games from. And it was uh it was interesting to see it just kind of disappear. And people are still salty about it. Someone tweeted at me about it the other day when we were talking about different turns. Like, yeah, I just, this reminds me when I got screwed out of $25,000 by PvP Live. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but pe most people don't. Yeah, wasn't that about WSG moving to... Uh, yeah, when WSG was moving to an online, online tournament or something. Yeah, because that's how they announced it to the players. They put it on Twitter. They put it on a nice little tweet. Yeah. Mm. No emails still on that for any reason? You didn't get one email or... Didn't get any emails or anything. No Skype communications? Nope. Hmm. I think it was honestly kind of rude. Because I found out via Discord. Hmm. <laughs> from somebody else who was... Who someone, was someone else who qualified messages like, uh, Hey, you know we're not going to California? <laughs> it's pretty disappointing. They live in Canada though, so... Right across the border. You can make a little bunny hop. But, yeah, the tournaments, I'm excited for some upcoming tournaments. Hopefully there's some on the East Coast. I feel like there's never really any on the East Coast when it comes to... Yeah, there was Montreal, which is kind of still... It's East Coast Canada, so it's, like, pretty out there, and that wasn't yeah. that big of a tournament. So it's kind of hard to justify international travel for that. And they speak French there, which is gross. Shut up. <laughs> but other than that, I think they did DreamHack Atlanta, which, well, again, on the East Coast, it's pretty damn far from most people. It's, like, in the I bottom mean, corner. There's Chicago and NYC up here, up on the, Chicago like, upper half. Be, yeah, Chicago would be nice. Pittsburgh would be nice. Indianapolis would be nice. Um, Chicago would be real nice, because we could just drive down yeah. and then drive back up. Yep, we could do it in a day. Indianapolis, yeah. Detroit, all these lovely Midwest cities that would love to have a dream hack. I just think if, if her, it doesn't even have to be a dream hack, but if they're going to place such emphasis on these majors, they need to not all be in, like, Texas. Yeah. Like, last year of, like, the six majors, I think three of them were in Texas, which is just far from everybody. <laughs> like They're in the middle. Yeah, but they're way south. Yeah. Most of the dream hacks, now that I'm thinking about it, are south. In the southern part of the U.S. Denver, Atlanta, Texas were the three. Uh, Denver, Atlanta, and Austin were the three last year. Yeah. And then you had PAX, which you had PAX East, which was in Boston. So that's mm. literally on the East Coast, like yeah. on the water. So that's, again, pretty far. It's okay, but not great. And that was the only tournament on the East Coast. You have PAX South, which is uh, coming up again in, like, two weeks. That's in San Antonio. And then you have PAX West, which is in Seattle. And then Blizzard does their things on the West Coast in California. God forbid you live anywhere in the center of the country that's not Texas. God forbid you live on the East Coast any time other than once a year. 
I don't know. I'm interested to see if they keep some of their tournaments, like, where they're at. I'd be cool if they moved, like, their their um, dream hack that was in Montreal, like, somewhere a little bit south or southier. Southier, or somewhere warmer. Somewhere a little bit, yeah, a little bit warmer. I'm already sick of snow. We probably have three feet of snow outside our place today. Yep. Three feet, and it's negative seven degrees out right now. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more negative Celsius. So. It's just cold and gross. I want to place a nice warm birthstone. Yeah. Uh, but not too warm. So like Chicago warm. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of playing some nice warm Hearthstone, I think that's all for today. Yeah, we should probably actually go play some Hearthstone. Yeah, that sounds like about a, it. a good so, idea. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, hang around when next week we'll talk about more very interesting and exciting topics that we've not decided upon yet. And hopefully we'll have some more information about Open Cups. Yes, Challenger Cups. We can be Challenger Cup gamers. Yep, we'll all be in it together. Oh boy. See you guys next week.